Hey champ boys and chan girls, you're listening to another episode of Chance Planning. This week we're going to be watching the movie Shinjuku Incident. Uh, came out in 2009. Kind of a uh, uh, gangster drama movie that is a pretty big departure from a lot of his um, post other post-rush hour work. Uh, but it's pretty interesting. You'll listen to us talk about it in a bit. Um, please don't forget to like and subscribe on all of our various social medias and follow us on SoundCloud. I also want to plug a personal project of mine. On November 3rd, I will be streaming for my company for the charity Extra Life. So Extra Life is an event that occurs every year that brings a bunch of streamers together and uh, they stream games for about 24 hours and they use it to raise money for the Children's Miracle Network Hospital. Uh, since they started in 2008, they've raised more than $40 million for these kids. So it's a really good cause. Um, we'll try to post about it on our social media. Right? I'll, I'll, I'll fo- force whoever is responsible for it to post about it when the day comes. So feel free to stop by and donate some money if you are inclined to. Otherwise, enjoy the episode. Thanks. Bye. Oh god, this isn't the one I wanted to play. We're gonna do it anyway! Hey, you're listening what? to Chance Plating, the Jackie Chan podcast. I meant to play the good gangsters <laughs> Why paradise. Why is there like guitar chords? But this, it's by Like a Storm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is terrible. This, this is, is the Jackie Chan bad. podcast. And we're off the rails immediately. Oh, no. This week we're talking about Shinjuku Incident, starring Jackie Chan, directed by, I think, something. Daniel, is it David Yee? Someone help me Derek, out here. Derek Yee. Derek Yee. I'm one third of your co hosts, Tippinsy's finest. Matthew. Rich. Tappinsy Rich, here with the king of all things. Jordan Sulin. Yeah. I didn't know I was going to say you, Jordan. I'm you were here. like getting your fist pumped before I was saying it. Because I knew you were going to say it was the king of all things. <laughs> and we've got the cat in the hat Ooh. in Atlanta right now. What's your address? Uh, the Avalon. Ooh. Uh, the oh, God. He stays at the Avalon when he goes to Atlanta. His name <laughs> is Sonny. Hi, Sonny. Hi. Oh God! What a bad start. We've been we've been chuckling all all night. I got a massage before I came here. It was what type? Uh, it was like a special fall type. It was like spiced cider. They made me smell some spicy oils. Wait, you got a seasonal massage with a cider? Sonny, do you know what a a tea (laughs) is? No. Are you not familiar with what a tea is? A tea? That's not... Oh, like a seasonal tea? Like Instead. tea. Because typically massages aren't flavored. Wait, teas <laughs> well, are flavored. They, the aromas they injected into the room were seasonal. Sonny, I have a question. Did you get this massage at a place called Starbucks? <laughs> Wait. <laughs> yeah, I asked for a grande massage. And they were like, Okay. <laughs> No, but when I when I said what type of massage, it's like, did you get a shiatsu? Did you get no? It was a, a Thai. Swedish. It was a Swedish. Oh, that's the pussy's massage, son. <laughs> that that don't do nothing. Just I don't feel nice. like I don't feel like I need the. I don't know. She went pretty hard, but I don't think I need like a deep tissue one. 
You ever do a, a hot stone one? I was intrigued by those. Have I done a hot stone one, Sonny? Have I done a hot stone one? No, I've never done a hot okay. stone one. I've never gotten a professional massage, and both of you, I think in subsequent weeks, have said that you've gotten massages professionally. I don't know if I would enjoy such a thing. Do you get amateur ones a lot? I've gotten massages <laughs> from friends and stuff. like a little. Jordan's given a lot of people happy endings, is what he's <laughs> trying to tell us. <laughs> well, They're good. I mean, like, I don't know. They go full body. They go full Hell body? Yeah. They go hard in the paint. <laughs> no, Jordan, you should try one. I, I, If I were to get a tattoo, it would certainly not be a full body. It would be just my toes. Uh, we're not talking about tattoos. Did you just think what? that... Did you, huh? did you mean to say massage? You said if I were to get a tattoo. Oh. Yeah, I'm... <laughs> I, I guess I my brain isn't working. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we're we're talking about Jackie Chan as we're supposed to be on Chan's planning. Jordan, get a time massage. It's really good. It'll okay. stretch the shit out of you, and it's like probably in um, Maryland, like fifty bucks. Yeah, I'll do it. Don't buy Dynasty Warriors Nine. Get a time massage <laughs> instead. Woo <laughs> boo oh, doesn't need your help. <laughs> Oh my god, we're gonna talk about this movie, but I saw something that I wanted to read that is a kind of like a crossing of cultures and worlds for me. Um, it's John Cena on Jackie Chan because they're filming a movie together. Hmm. In watching this movie, I realized that Jackie Chan kind of tries to portray himself as John Cena does. Um, oh no, I should have probably had this queued up. Jackie Chan portrays himself like John Cena portrays himself? Yeah, I think Jackie Chan tries to portray himself in his movies as this guy, this, even when he's doing something bad, like in this movie, he's sort of on the side of right and he's morally courageous. Mm-hmm. He can't even, in this movie where he murders people, he can't even just be a bad guy. Yeah. It's very strange <clears throat> that that kind of phenomenon in this movie, I I feel like... I think but, he's miscast in this movie. Me too. I do too. You think um, you think it should not be a Jackie Chan movie, or yeah. you think that he should be somebody else? No, I think just, that he should. That character should be played by somebody else. And should Jackie be somebody else in the movie, or he should be not in this movie? I think. I mean, I would like to see Jackie as the uh, in like the G rule role i think that would be funnier but that would have been funnier i'm not gonna read the thing anymore because in in reading it i kind of just said everything that i wanted to say (laughs) wait george yeah i I think that you were talking about i was talking about a phenomenon yeah didn't you say the word phenomenon i've never said the word phenomenon in my life well now you have (laughs) wait when was i saying phenomenon i don't know i thought you mentioned it I don't know. Anyways. We're, this is we're, we usually record on Tuesdays. Today it's Wednesday. We are losing our fucking minds. <laughs> it's hump day. I don't know what the fuck is going on <laughs> at all. Um, I was trying to find information on Shinjuku incident. Um, like any interesting things about the 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 movie or any notes or anything about its financials and there's nothing really comes up about yeah. it it's it's sort of a forgotten movie there's no box office mojo on it which is crazy 
No, they they have a um, box office mojo for foreign move like the foreign numbers, but they're probably not accurate. Mm. And when you Google it, it just says it made five point nine million, but there's no sources for it. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. If this this movie I'd never heard of before. Um, it's got some pretty good cast members. Um, like a lot of people who I enjoyed their acting in the movie. Some of it it's is. Got a... uh, well, some of it kind of like some of the characters are like, eh, I don't really care for this person. But like a lot of people in the movie are really like cool looking and they're like pretty good actors. So I'm surprised it's forgotten. In who do you such... think is the cool person in this um, movie, Jordan? Uh, I think his name. He's the. He's the. Um, Oh, I can't remember like anybody's name. Was um, it Daniel Wu, his like little brother character? No, no. I think that um, the guy who betrays him, the the like second in command <clears throat> of the Japanese, mm-hmm. I think is mm-hmm. a really cool actor. He actually is in a lot of stuff. I looked in his um, his biography. Uh, Ken Lowe is in this movie, and Ken mm-hmm. Lowe is pretty good in it as well. Um, as one of the the friends of Jackie, um, the the old ghost, as he's called on IMDb, the kind of like bigger guy, like that's Ken Low. No, no, no. no. That, that's a completely different guy. Okay, I gotta googs the Ken Low. Gotta Ken, get high and Google Low. Ken Low, I think, is his friend who is like on his side, and then turns out to be kind of a fake on his side and an asshole in the end. Well, he's a the guy fake that gets, friend. The, that's he's the guy that gets stabbed in the neck at the end. Oh fuck! No, yeah. that's, that's Ken Low. No, he's the guy who does the stabbing. Oh, that's Ken. Oh, Lowe. is Ken Low the main? Ken Low is the main mobster, the scary mob boy. We'll go into this later. <laughs> we'll get we'll get into this movie. Okay. I think that I'm just gonna without giving out a rating. Jordan, you liked this movie. I like this movie. Sonny, what did you think about? I this thought movie? it was good. I thought it was dog shit. And <laughs> uh, I only thought it was dog shit because I could tell that this movie could have been so much better than it was. Yes. Because it's, it's, the, it's uh, like last week, it's one of the most real movies we've seen Jackie Chan in. Mm-hmm. And therefore, you got to grade it as a real movie. Yeah. And therefore, two shits down. That's, yeah, I mean, I think that's... A- I, I, like, fall just on the other side of that fence where it's, like... One shit down. <laughs> yeah, one shit down. There's a lot of intrigue in it. There's a lot of, like... It's not the same way as The Foreigner, but it certainly has a lot of, like, interesting character development. Um, his chestnut boy <laughs> brother, fake brother, Daniel, I Danny guess. Danny Wee. Uh, yeah. I don't know. He he is not very good in this movie. Um, but aside from Daniel Wu is a great actor too. Yeah, he's yeah. fantastic. He's just like uh, is given a lot of weird things to do, and yeah. I don't think he knows how to do that. <laughs> he looks like Titus from Final Fantasy X at the end of this movie, <laughs> or kind of like oh, Cloud. Yeah. He, does, he looks. He certainly looks like uh, a lot of characters and a lot of. I think like that. if this movie was made like The Foreigner was, with the same level of execution, it would have been a lot better. Absolutely. I agree one million percent with that, Sonny. Yeah. Even more, one million and one percent. <laughs> because the story is pretty interesting. It, like, 
it makes me feel like parts of The Departed makes me feel. No, I agree. Um, it's a, it's a, it's like a fucking mob thriller, which are awesome. Yeah, it's like Those a, so fun. like, would you call it? Oh, keep going. Uh, I was going to say, it's a, if like Scorsese made this movie at like 10 years old. Oh my God. <laughs> I don't know if you're being mean to the movie or super nice to Martin Scorsese. <laughs> would, would you call this movie a onesie movie? Uh, no. No. One, one's a Chinese guy. One's a Taiwanese guy. One's a... I'll, uh. I'll say this. There's one's black guy in this. And you see him twice in two different shots wearing the same clothing. Oh, really? I, I didn't yeah. notice him at all. He's in he's in two crowd scenes. He's a tall, huge dude. He's in crowd scenes when they're in the like town center, and I went, oh, that's cool. They're doing like uh, they're throwing other people. They're like making Japan look more like um multicultural than it yeah. is. And then maybe ten minutes later, it's the same guy in a different scene wearing the same exact clothing. So oh, he's not like a featured player. He's just an extra. Oh, he's just an extra. Okay. He's just giving some flavor to Shinjuku. <laughs> But no, Jordan, um, th- I don't see this as a Wanza in any way. I think one's a anime-looking weird guy with one hand. One's a fat guy. One's a Ken Lo guy. I There's a lot of Wanzas. <laughs> I think they're more than has. that, though. What do you mean? They're not defined by anything. No, they're not. I, I, I Jordan, I think that... Can I say why I think you like this movie? Yeah. Now that... This movie is like outward text, like the uh, the super liminal text of this is about like ra- uh, race relations or like maybe not race relations. What would I call it? Like national relations. Uh huh. What's mm-hmm. the term? What's a? And every time we see a movie, you kind of always assume that's the subtext of what's going on in these Jackie Chan movies when it's not. And this time it very obviously is. And you're just super psyched about it. And you're, and you're super sure about it. That's why you like it. Uh, I'm not going to say that's why I like it, but I think it's certainly an interesting take. I, I, think, uh, I think this movie has a lot of... And yeah, sure. I, I like that in movies. I like when that's the subtext and I like reading that into movies. And I think this movie just has an interesting plot line. I think I think I enjoyed the movie a lot more in the middle of it. And then I'm like, spoiling it aside, as the movie goes on and Jackie becomes more embroiled in doing bad stuff and like, just like keeps on getting like worse and worse. Um, I think that the movie kind of loses touch with what it is. I think it kind of. You want to know what's weird about this movie? And what? So at the the beginning of the movie, it it's this movie about like Chinese immigrants moving to different to to Japan in different countries and mm-hmm. how. Um, immigrants are moving and they can't get jobs they have to work shitty jobs that are illegal and you have to work under the table um but i think this movie like really plays off of kind of xenophobia and fear of immigrants like in a lot of ways 
I agree a little bit. That's why I asked you guys in the thread, did I just watch some sort of propaganda? <laughs> I, I I feel like it's this movie is almost saying that Chinese people and Japanese people will never get along. The Japanese will always abuse them no matter what happens. And why bother? I'm Jackie Chan. <laughs> well, I think it's so, and I'm not, I haven't, if, I didn't think about this before having this conversation with you guys, but is it saying something about, like, these immigrants who are coming to town, they're only a few, like, dirty jobs away from becoming murderers, like, who have no Oh, no, morals. I don't think that at all. Mm-hmm. I don't think that at all. No, I think it's more like, this is what they're often driven to because they're not given opportunities because of racism. Yeah, if I were I to think that, put something on it, yeah, I, I would agree with that. But that thread like goes away completely. Yeah. They abandon any sort of it. It becomes instead of being look how immigrants are mistreated, it becomes essentially a, a race war just for the sake of it being a race war. Right. Yeah. And Jordan, uh, I we don't like race wars, right? We don't like <laughs> race, race wars, wars are bad. Because I know you were um, confused about that before the podcast. <laughs> you were you thought they might have been okay. Is that what you were saying? It took 40 episodes to, to convince Jordan that race wars are bad. Was, was, that, was that what this podcast was about? You guys yeah. were trying to convince me of that? The, in the I mean, most that's... roundabout way. Jordan, you said that there were good people on both sides. <laughs> I certainly did not. And that, hey, that's saying a lot because I was in Charlottesville this weekend. So let's mm. not, Oh, boy. Let's not make All right, let's jokes. change the subject. <laughs> Um, I think Sonny, you had a point. Jackie is not good at conveying internal conflict. Convincing. Agreed. Like he he failed to do it in um, last week's movie, and I don't think he does it well in this one either. And that like leaves a lot to be wanting from that character's arc because it never he never really hits like a bottom that's convincing in terms of. Uh, like his gang running afoul of of criminal activity um, or anything like that. He just kind of like is ignorant and naive through the whole thing. He he never seems to be having fun as a character in any of his endeavors. And it's really just Jackie. They could have gotten another actor and they could have acted in it. Jackie Chan's performance in this movie is, isn't it interesting how Jackie Chan is in this movie? Yeah. Because he really doesn't do much of anything. He has a scene where um, Daniel Wu cries, where dies, and he cries about it. But he's very restrained, not in an interesting way or, like you said, contemplative way. Mm -hmm. He's just quiet, which is sort of what he's like in The Foreigner. But I think... Maybe the the foreigner's better directed, so you get a better. Right. And in the foreigner, he still gets to do Jackie Chan things. He doesn't get to do any Jackie Chan things in this movie. In this movie, he gets to have a flashback while having sex. Yes, that is very a not Jackie Chan thing, though. <laughs> Jackie Chan has that's almost exactly the scene from Munich. At oh. the end, if you guys remember. Well, actually, Eric Bann is the one doing the pumping in that. <laughs> I've never never seen Munich. Munich's really George, good, George. Munich is one of the best. You got to do your Jew homework, man. <laughs> Munich is like one of the best movies about being a Jewish person there is. It gave us James Bond. Mm-hmm. Jordan, would you believe me if I told you the end of Munich is Eric Bana 
having sex with his wife in Brooklyn after like not being with her for a while. And as he's fucking her, he is flashing back to the Munich massacre of the Israeli national team. And then he comes while doing that. <laughs> oh my God. And I, would you believe it if I told you Spielberg made that movie? I don't believe you. Uh, and I probably need to watch this movie. That sounds that sounds like the greatest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> who, who do you think did make the movie, if not Spielberg? Oh, no, I believe you that Spielberg made it. I, oh, okay. I don't believe you that that happens in the movie. That is what happens in the movie. <laughs> Why would he do that? That hey, it's fucking this, crazy. This is what I hate about cops. <laughs> what? Even when they're with a woman, they only, they're only thinking about. <laughs> he's not a. I don't think he's a cop, right? No, so I he, think he's just an assassin. Like his job. He's, well, he's like a what? CIA, Mossad? I think. Oh, I think he's CIA, and he gets put on special assignment by Golda Meir. Like, his father was a Mossad, high in the Mossad ranks. Okay. Or maybe he's Mossad and he's living I, in America. I don't think you can be put on a mission from Golda Meir in the CIA. <laughs> I don't I don't know the chain of command well in the CIA, it, it, but it, I don't think the Prime Minister of Israel has, a, has a role to play. It's, it's not that she did it, it's that he... I think his father was a very powerful politician in Israel. So he knew her, and he uses her as counsel a few times throughout the movie. Great performances by everyone in that movie. Mm. They kill a lot of women in, in very yeah, different it's, ways. Oof. There's like one scene that I just like can't get out of my head <laughs> ever. Yeah. No one can see what I'm doing, but it's good because you can't. You just can't. <laughs> um, do I, have you ever you guys watched the show Into the Badlands that Daniel no. was on? No, it's a it's the kung fu show, right? Yeah, it's like on it's got AMC? like pretty cool. Yeah, it's on AMC. Uh, it's got pretty interesting world building, and the fights are really cool. But it's like, again, not that much acting. But I think he's good. Oh, okay. In it. I I thought he was okay in this movie. He's got star. He's fine. got presence. Yeah, I think he definitely is probably trying the hardest. So, so in this movie, do you think it's believable, his arc, that, like, he just runs afoul of so many different people, and he gets, like, he gets beat up, and then, like... I think gets... there's a lot of meanwhiles that happen uh, in between his scenes that would make it yeah. better, but... This movie kind of is about a lot of things, and at the same time about nothing. It, w it would make more sense if... To I guess we we haven't this is a spoiler zone so it doesn't matter. But yeah. when he gets his face cut for playing the pachinko machine and his hand cut off, mm -hmm. it's pretty brutal. By yeah, the way. it's yeah. pretty brutal. Very not Jackie Chan quality. He kind of he kind of turns into the Joker by the end too. Oh man, yeah, he is. It's how he got those? It's how he got those scars? <laughs> An agent of chaos <laughs> for sure. So so here's the question. Ho hold on. Hold on, Jordan. I will. Hold on. Um, oh, God, now I'm forgetting what I was going to say. <laughs> we probably should talk about the beginning of this movie. Is that what you were going to well, say? No, no, no. I was going to say that I think that, like, in a better written and directed movie, Daniel Wu would have flirted more with the concept of becoming a bad boy. And that's why he gets punished with the scars. And mm. Jackie Chan's character was like, "No, I know you. The world, the world is bleak for you now, but you need to stay even-footed. Mm. You're a good person. You represent 
uh, in this movie, like an honest immigrant. I'm mm. doing illegal things for us and our group. You need to be good. Right. So more. Daniel Wu the... Go away. Daniel should go the other way. Yeah. He should like go the other way, and then there, therefore his fall is more tragic right. than just shit's happening to him. Kind of like Harvey Dent, more more like. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's Harvey Dent's arc in The Dark Knight. Mm, I don't. I never saw that movie. <laughs> yeah, what Matt, movie? Matt was in a coma for uh, 2008, and he. I, bu- I, I bought the. I bought a ticket to see that movie five times, and each time I got lost in a different bathroom. <laughs> I heard the movie, but I don't know who is whose character is who. And any time okay. I tried to watch it on HBO Go, I got locked in my bathroom. <laughs> you don't remember that time when. When you were in the bathroom and he said, I'm Harvey Dent and I'm here yeah. to flip coins and so you... chew bubble gum. I said that? Yeah. No, he says Harvey Dent says that and you remember it, the audio. I'm... No, I don't remember it because I have the shower on a lot of the time. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I'm going to use the best of my time. Yeah, that's take fair. Get clean. So Yeah, should we start talking about this? <laughs> Yeah. George, so, sorry. Okay, so let, let's begin. So this movie starts um, with a scene on a beach. Um, and there's a bunch of immigrants there on the beach. And a, I guess a border enforcement customs type person comes onto the beach. And chubby cop. A cop. They come chubby on, cop. Yeah. He's a chubby cop. Chubby <laughs> cop. They come onto the beach and then they get murdered. <clears throat> the cop the cop gets murdered and after the cop gets murdered all the immigrants just run off of the beach into the town um in the backdrop is a i guess like a, i think the town is shinjuku i think we should specify yeah that they're shinjuku is the town in japan yeah mm-hmm. uh and we are introduced to a world where there's a huge amount of immigrants who are pouring into Japan um, because of labor shortages and lack of uh, money and just kind of all sorts of economic issues in China. Probably government mistreatment as well, I would say. Then the movie wouldn't say that. Yeah. they they Well, the whole plot of this movie is that, uh, that after economic issues subside in China this tapers off so i don't remember a huge amount of like increases in the way people are being treated in china necessarily i don't think people have been treated better in china so the movie posits that the only reason was economic reasons that people were sonny why did your parents come to america uh do you you know i'm not i'm not trying to make a joke it was partly because of the one child thing oh because they but, wanted I mean, to have siblings that you would also, talk about. But also partly <laughs> because they just wanted more opportunity. You know, the American um, dream. Wait, so here's my Dusty question, Rhodes? Sonny. I'm, so did your parents leave China because of the one-child thing? Like, you, they had you and they were like, we want to have another one? Or like, they had no. you and then they had, like, Kenny was on the way or something? No, 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 no. It wasn't either of those. It was more just like... They had me, and they're like, I mean, there's no one specific reason. It was just kind of like a, a confluence of all those things, like the one child thing, the opportunity, the lack of opportunities there. Um, I heard, I heard that your dad was tired of 
doing uncredited ghostwriting assignments in China for television shows and he came <laughs> to America to try and get staffed up on a show or agency representation. Mm-hmm. Is that what mm-hmm. happened? Yeah, yeah. Then... Uh, <laughs> smart guy. Smart guy. <laughs> and then yeah, he, he started he's... working for Sparkle. No, not Sparkle. <laughs> not Sparkle. Not Sparkle. If it's Sparkle, I could get in trouble. <laughs> Uh, so they're on this, so this movie, I think it, it starts with all the the huge influx of people from China coming to Japan, but then the, the Chiron at the very end of this movie, and I know we're skipping to the end from Mm -hmm. front to back, but it's, it it says sort of what Jordan says, where like in the nineties, there was a huge influx of immigrants coming to Japan. And then in the early millennium that subsided when Chinese stuff improved, when Chinese, what was the point of that Chiron? That's why I thought it was propaganda. It was being like, we would never go to another country. Right. Unless but we're forced to. Unless we're forced to because of economics. It was yeah. a very odd Chiron. And it made me wonder what kind of what the point was. Because Chirons are supposed to be, I don't know, more meaningful than just yeah. two, two seemingly like kind of random stats. Maybe it's trying to say like, like okay. So here, here's the the speaking of this movie as like a moral tale, as like a um, a Tyler moral oral a, a Tyler Perry type movie, uh, where you're actually supposed to like is that what way. Tyler Perry? I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie. Now that I think about it, what like Star Trek? <laughs> what? He was in Star Trek. Wait, Tyler Perry's in Star Trek? <clears throat> yeah, he plays a judge or something. Oh yeah, you're right. He's also in Gone Girl. That. Remember no. when they were they were giving Tyler Perry My a big favorite. Oscar Oscar push for a Gone Girl? Were they? Yeah. Yeah. He's good in Gone Girl. Yeah, he's good. He's a. He, I've seen a, almost every Tyler Perry movie. Uh, I, I think I he's like actually Tyler Perry funny. movies. I think they're they're funny. The few that I've seen, I enjoyed, except for Boo, Medea, Halloween. Okay. That's a bad one. That one was not a good one. But there... Sonny, you'll love this, Sonny. This is just your type of humor. <laughs> okay. There's a scene in Medea's Witness Protection when Eugene Levy's... I can't remember who his wife is. It might be... It's someone who might have been famous. They're, it's whatever. Uh, she's, she asks Medea, uh, what's your Wi-Fi password? And she goes, waffle iron? We don't got a waffle iron. We got pancake mix. okay (laughs) and then she also says um she's talking about politics and she goes i don't like that nude gindridge (laughs) why we we all we all like well that that's that's kind of what made thea does she says things incorrectly (laughs) and she also teaches you moral stories so i like to think of this movie in much the same way the moral of the story <laughs> is that you might think you're leaving to go to Japan to get better opportunities away from like shitty Chinese like treatment and stuff like that. But you're going to get Im- your children and your friends and family. Either you'll die working crappy jobs like where you don't get paid and you're getting investigated by the police or or you will get embroiled in a gang and you'll eventually get murdered as you move up the ranks. 
Like, there's no... <laughs> nobody has a happy ending in this movie. So... Right. Um, well, the detective does. But he is... He's, but, but he's Japanese. He's Japanese, oh, yeah. and he's a good guy. The, the thing is, the, if you're a Chinese immigrant, you have no chance. You just, like... Yeah, like Vince McMahon. No chance! <laughs> um... I just had a thought, though, about Medea. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jordan, you said Medea pretty much espouses life lessons and mispronounces things? Yes. Could you say that Medea is the Hollywood handbook of tele- of movie films? I, I would 100% agree with that. <laughs> okay. To go back to your good point, uh, I would say that um, Jackie Chan's ex-girlfriend kind of has a, a decent arc like a decent life even yeah. though her husband is murdered right it's still very sad at the also end. does she get away in the end how does she, she doesn't get away she she's super underwritten no 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 yeah. we can only assume that she and her child get murdered the last uh, scene we see her in is when the the bad guys the bad japanese team that's still alive yeah that's has true. her the and her kids and like if anything, this movie fails to, to close that out, but we can only assume that she meets her end very shortly after that. Mm, maybe. I, I can't imagine they would just let her go or the police would storm it and they wouldn't, like, kill her in the I, process. I feel like the Yakuza would have the honor to not kill a child and the wife. They threatened to do it. Yeah, but uh, I, you know, because it would be more interesting, I'm gonna say that is what happens. That makes it a more interesting, like more nihilistic movie, and I think that makes it a better movie. I think this movie is just a really sad tale about, like, this is what happens when you try and escape and go for better opportunity. Like, there's no escape. You have poverty and death everywhere, and trying to make a better life for yourself you there's there's this constant story about um uh about um power corrupting and like the more you get the more you're willing to like do the wrong thing and joe what's his name joe the brother G. The chestnut man G. G. so he's a perfect example of that like he had like he what is it? He become he tries to do the right thing. He tries to become the chestnut man, and like mm-hmm. he's bad at being a criminal, so they let him do that, and he still doesn't make it out because he gets tempted and he gets brought into things, no matter how much he tries to stay yeah. out of it. But that doesn't really like have anything to do with power. Like Jackie, the uh, what's his name, Steelhead, never uses his power. And the power never corrupts him. Who's Steelhead? Nick. Nick. Why do they call him Steelhead? Why do they call him Steelhead? And I think in everything but the dub, he's called Steelhead. Oh, okay. I I only watched the dub, and they never call him Steelhead. Jordan, I think if you knew this movie had a main character named Steelhead, you (laughs) would think it were dumber than this. I, I think that's probably true. They call him Joe in the dub. My, my names are all off because the names are completely different, I guess, in the dub. Like, I was mm-hmm. trying to find the names of characters I liked from the um, 
from the dub, and I couldn't on IMDb because it's all the original names of them. Uh, I must have passed over where it said Steelhead. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, why would his name be Steelhead? I don't know. I did they? It's call a weird. Him? This so I don't know. This is a weird morality tale. I I I feel what you're saying, Jordan, and I honestly do. As low low as I am to say, I kind of agree with you on like most of your points. I don't think it's as bleak as you're saying it is, but I think it is very very bleak. Uh, nothing good really happens to anybody. Fan Bing Bing, who's I wish I saw a lot of. Yeah. Because she was she a did she play a, a sex worker in this? I missed if she did. She's a she's not a sex worker. She is at. She owns and works at a hostess bar. Uh, I think th- what we're supposed to take from the hostess bar is that the hostesses are companions, but not so much in the sexual way. They just like do kind of like the talking and they maybe flirt with you and they like make you feel like you're not alone or lonely. But I don't think they're actually sex workers. Um, we have the view of sex workers who, because I think there's no shortage of sex workers in this movie. We see Jackie stumble upon like a, a place, like an alleyway where lots of them congregate. And there's a very interesting thing in that scene where we see the sex workers being accosted by police officers, but none of the Johns mm-hmm. get accosted. The Johns are just like, Amen. they just like leave and they go to out there. And it's just an interesting thing about how how uh, sex work is policed. And Jordan, who... so you, you so when you say interesting, Jordan, you mean like, whoa, isn't that a novel idea that the no. women pay for this? No, that is not what I mean by interesting. I mean, why are you winking at me? <laughs> why are you winking? <laughs> no, I mean in the sense that it's it's just something that says a lot about the practice and i'm sure that's how it works in china or in japan with those kind of things i I like i i would be surprised if that depiction is not true to form to to how that kind of how that kind of works i think there's not many countries where solicitation is the problem i think it's mostly the selling of it makes sense um we haven't even mentioned why jackie chan came to uh this country came to japan Mm. he uh i think that's there's so many things about this where if it had just been it's at times too fantastical and then other times not grounded enough like he comes to look for uh, is pretty much like a girlfriend his uh, long time like lifelong girlfriend they make it sound like it was almost like his fiance yeah i think it was fiance he he said he says fiance, and then well, okay. her younger brother says, like, she hasn't said yes yet. Right, yeah. So She don't like you, Jackie! That was a, that was a fucked up scene. These, Steelhead, these you got a kids lip just, dick! Like, destroy his tractor. Steelhead, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> Go work on some tractors! That's what happened. That was me playing the movie. Yeah, he so he, he goes to find her, which seems very dumb to me um because i don't know i don't i don't really understand why he would do that this that seems more like a fable than it would be real life 
Well, he hears from Joe G um, that her aunt died and she just kind of disappeared. Right. She moved somewhere. So yeah. he's, I, think I don't know. I think worried. I had something I would do. I think he's worried that something bad happened to her, and he, in his paternal protective way, goes mm. to goes to to protect her and save her from big bad Japan. And... You guys are right. I'm wrong about this. You guys are both right. I was incorrect. I apologize. <laughs> I'm gonna commit harakiri now. <laughs> No, I I think it makes sense. It's not like he no, it has does. much it does. going on in in uh, China. He like, and this is the love of his life. And he thinks that when if he goes and meets her there, they're gonna have a life together, and they're gonna get that better opportunity together. Yeah, this this actress is thirty years younger than him, right? Yes, but in they are certainly playing characters who are around the same age. Because you see them as young children together walking. And they both, like, it's not like he's, like, a, it's not like a younger-looking Jackie is with a younger her. It's like two younger actors playing the both of them. Who does look a lot like Jackie. Yeah. Yeah. I looked away for a second, and then I came back in the middle of that flashback, and I'm like, is that fucking young Jackie? What yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was super odd. This is another opportunity where the movie, I think, with his relationship with her, could have been really interesting. Imagine if Jackie was, I don't know, 20 years her senior, and he's this sad man in China yeah. that finds, like, a meets a 20-year-old woman, and he, they kind of start a weird thing, and she doesn't really love him as much as he loves her, but they do think they have a connection, and he follows her there. Um, it's, like, it's just more layers that they're not giving. It's, it's just, it's, there's so many missed opportunities that would give Jackie that sort of internal perspective, I think, that could make his performance better. I think this movie takes too much time making Jackie into the good guy to make that be the case. I think we're not supposed to see Jackie as sad or wrong in any way. Like, he is always grounded in what he's doing as right. He, it was well, right. I think we see him as naive a lot. Not yeah. necessarily wrong. Naive, but naive is naivety in movies usually is the sign of a good person and not a bad person. Yeah, they're not world sure. weary. Yeah. Like I think I think he we're in the end of the movie still supposed to believe that Jackie thought he was doing the right thing even if he was getting right. embroiled with bad people. I mean typically naivete is used for like cautionary tales. Where it's like, no, this guy. Don't you leave got... China. You mean yeah. like this movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't leave mainland China. Right. Which like doesn't necessarily mean that he's a good guy. It's just that like, and in this case, I think he happens to be as well. But uh, I read some reviews of this movie last night while I was trying to fall asleep, and unless the Valerian route made me hallucinate. A lot of the uh, reviews mention Jackie playing a kind of morally ambiguous character, but I don't see him as ambiguous. I see him as underdeveloped, personally, because I think that he's supposed to be a good guy, and the only time he really ever is told that he did something wrong is in that big standoff at the very end, when they're like, what about you? Yeah. You did those murders <laughs> to murdered get citizenship. Guy. You murdered two people to get citizenship? And to get close to your girlfriend. Yeah, and he's just like, yeah, so? You wouldn't be shit without me. And it's not... 
just not believable. Yeah. And he's just... To be fair, a dramatic actor. They they would all be alive without him. They would be living those few years would have been less shitty. Like in some ways, they would have they obviously they lived a lot better lives being rich. Sure. But they were they were happy when they were living in that like crappy shack just like getting by and like just being with each other and having this one little place to call their own. Like, it seemed like there's a lot of flashbacks that make it seem like, oh, the the power and the the crime and all those things are nice, like, because they got you these enjoyable things. But it's obviously better to be on the better on the good side of the law. Well, as much as you can. But but we don't know where their citizenship status would have ended up. Like a big reason why he starts doing a lot of this is to get citizenship to japan right yeah well yes, does he get it for all of them he doesn't he only i don't gets know it for himself. i don't know if it's clear i i mm. think we can only assume because g says to him at the end he says like you only did that for your own citizenship he doesn't say like you got us all citizenship like right. he only says it about him so does it does it track exactly how that happens he just like does a bunch of illegal shit and then suddenly Gains. he's a citizen? I, I think Aguchi gets him like, okay. yeah. some some sort of fake citizenship. Bruh. I I actually Aguchi. really like Sorry. the actor who plays Aguchi. <laughs> I do too. I think Aguchi is great. Yeah, that's the great. that's a understated good character yeah. for sure. I loved Aguchi. Um, and the last <laughs> In the last scene, though, he is wearing a conspicuous amount of makeup. Hey, gotta look good to feel Dude. good. Maybe, maybe he wanted to make G feel more comfortable. He was like going, yeah. he was showing up to a meeting with G, and he was just like, "Okay, I'll put on some makeup." So. G looks like a cotton ball that has makeup on it, <laughs> like like that you find at the bottom of your mom's garbage can he, when he, you're looking uh, for Q-tips. He looks like a combination of Sora and Roxas from. Kingdom Hearts. Can we do a bunch of uh, G look like riffs right now? <laughs> I don't have any more beyond that. Are those like your mama, jo- yo mama jokes? G look like Toomba from that PlayStation One game. G look like Beetlejuice if he was Asian. I don't know. G look like Beetle just got some pee pee on his head. <laughs> we got one more. Um, Jordan, you got to do one. Jordan, you oh, got no. uh, You also got let off the hook about the synopsis, but we're in an hour. <laughs> we're 45 minutes in, so we're going to let that slide. She looked like Calvin, old Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. She <laughs> <laughs> more like pee-pee. <laughs> do you, he looks do you bad. enjoy... So I think what a lot of these mob movies like to do, they like to like be adventurous with like the gangs they're like oh this gang does this thing this gang does that thing they're like do you think that g's Cecily gang is strong interesting? do i like, think the gangs are interesting no like g's gang every all the other gangs are like there's like the street ruffian gangs and there's like 
the Yakuza gang and like they all oh, look kind of normal. G in the Kingdom Hearts Club? Yeah, like, like they and they all have like bats that they keep in their car and they No, like, they're ridiculous. They go it totally crazy. made me that's when I turned on the movie, is when G turned into some sort of fucking, like, <laughs> tampon monster. Anime character. He's, he's so, certainly an anime character. Yeah. I, I, here's the thing. I don't know if that was actually a thing that was happening in Japan in the late 90s. And if it is, then I'm mistaken. And, like, I apologize for being, um, whatever, xenophobic or being even more accurately, like, unwise yeah. to, like, other cultures. But it's... He goes from... Just being a dude with a scar on his face to a drug addicted lunatic in like nine months. Yeah. He's well, wearing a wig. Fair, he lost a hand and they like cut his face in a weird way. I guess that would like lead to some harsh psychological effects. How you do your eyeliner with one hand? How you gonna <laughs> put your uh, put your eyeline down? G G look like David Bowie with one hand. <laughs> <laughs> She looked like a bunch of melted cheese on top of a sculpture. <laughs> Continue, Jordan. Um, I, I think that the more we talk about this movie, I think this is a movie I enjoyed watching in the moment. But I think this movie does not really hold up to, uh, to kind of magnifying glass or even like just kind of looking in its general direction for long enough. Yeah. Um, I, I think this movie, it's an enjoyable watch. Uh, as as Jackie kind of delves into the Yakuza, um, they talk about... There's this one line in the movie where Jackie is looking back on his gang, his group, and he's just yeah. like, we've become a triad gang. It's mm-hmm. like this like ultimate... like betra- This betrayal, this ultimate like drop-down to like the lowest of low like to become a triad gang and i think it says a lot about the moralistic kind of like view of the japanese or any of these other cultures and the xenophobia that comes with this movie uh, because i think we're supposed to just understand that the japanese culture is just overrun by these gangs and this mob rule Whereas, like, to be... I I don't know if I agree with that. It, But they've infiltrated, like, every part of government. Like, the, the inspector is, like, looking at that meeting. Obviously, this inspector is a good guy. He's not... He is corruptible, though. He, like, is willing to, like, let things slide. Well... Oh, he's, he's instantly corrupted by Jackie Chan doing a really nice thing for him. Right, he like, saves his... Head. Life. Saves life in the sewer. Right. And then he's like... But then he, he doesn't give him, like, a free pass. He gives him, like, a single... He gives him a free pass until he becomes, like, a mob... Right. Like, overlord. When he's, like, just, like, causing trouble at, like, the... At the Chinese guy who's accepted by Uncle... What's his name? Uncle Tan? Uncle Tab? Gal? Uncle Gao. Is that his name? think so sonny's uh, better about names than we are so yeah. i'm gonna say it's gal <laughs> um, I, the, the guy with the silly mustache who whose daughter um i know he's the he's the chinese guy who owns a bar that is accepted by the yakuza when jackie is just like getting the chestnut cart back 
and like causing trouble mm-hmm. um it's just kind of um it's okay he he looks the other way he doesn't care because right. jackie saved his life right but and that like i think that is a reasonable thing to do in that situation me too me too fully if you it's were, not it's small potatoes right you would just let some guy go yes yeah if a guy saved my, saved life. my life and i see him trying to take a chestnut stand back i'd be okay yeah okay sure why did g want why did g want a chestnut stand so much is he like eating chestnuts through the movie no he he never eats chestnuts that i that i was aware of i think he just like when they would walk through the market and stuff like that i think he would just see those kind of stands everywhere and that to him was just the idea of like a legitimate job that no one steals from no one like if you sell golf clubs if you sell bags if you sell any of those kind of things you're gonna get robbed but if you just like are a friendly person selling chestnuts nobody's gonna fuck with you unless you flirt with the wrong girl don't flirt with the wrong girl it's just her fault if you do that's what you're saying <laughs> no it's your fault it's it's, it's her fault okay. I just had okay. This movie proves something to me that I think I've said a million times in this podcast. Movies need to be ninety minutes long or three hours long, because if they cut forty minutes of this, because this movie's two twenty three, right? Isn't it two twenty something like that? This movie's that long? Uh, no, like, it's, like, it's I think like it's two hours. It's like a little it's under two, two. It's a little under two hours. My cut was really long. It had those bloopers. Oh, I didn't have any bloopers. I don't know if I did yeah. either. Mine says 119 a, minutes. There's all these bloopers where Jackie splits his pants. No, it's not true. <laughs> I think you're right. It just felt really long for me. But if a movie, a movie need a movie like this needs to be three hours long. That's what Martin Scorsese has the clout and the kind of the balls and the mm. budgets to do, which is every one of these characters that should be more interesting than they are. Cause they all kind of are damaged, sad immigrant people coming to this country that they're mistreated they never get those good scenes that we get in these mob movies of them just being people and being broken. Like they can't express themselves and their sadness because they're always doing plot actions. If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, you, you would get much richer characters in a lot. In a, if there's a director's cut of this movie, I do want to see it. Cause I think it might be good. Cause one thing that I didn't know, none of us said about this movie, it shot really, really well. There are some great yeah. fucking shots in this movie. And it's lit really well. The ambiance is good. And the music is pretty good. Yeah, it it's really, like... It's story it, it's not. It, it, it makes you feel like it's it takes place in a very specific Japanese, like, um, urban area. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, like, sense of location is really helpful in establishing all the stuff that happens around it. Especially with like the the uh, what is it the I don't know if it's an arcade that has the pachinko machines, maybe like a casino of sorts. Yeah, a casino, yeah. and then um, like all of the uh, yakuza bases. Um, yeah, it all feels like real places. If you guys were a character in this movie, which one would you be? Hmm. Jordan, you would be G. 
That's what goes without saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be the guy that that gets his neck sliced. At, that's at a, the end. I think that's accurate, Sonny. I'll agree, I think Sonny. I would be, I think, the I would be Gao, probably. Mm. I think Gao and I share the most similarities. Or the fat friend. That is, that's the guy who gets his nice, nice, uh, his neck sliced. Is it? Yeah. yeah. No, th- oh, oh, that's who you are, Sonny? Yeah. I thought you were the guy who gets the, the oh, sword no, 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 no. straight through. No. I, I really liked the the next slice guy's performance. I thought he was great. Yeah, he was good. What was about the dance? what about the next slicer? That's Ken Lowe. That's Ken Lowe? Yeah, that's Ken Lowe. Hi Lowe? Um Yeah, Ken Lowe Ren. He was I think there's really talented people in this movie and they're doing good work. It just doesn't come together. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. And Jackie does a terrible job. Yeah, Jackie's bad <laughs> it, in this. It, it it almost the second that Jack oh this movie does the thing that almost none of these movies do I think which is the first act where there's no action is mm-hmm. really good yeah you were mentioning it Jordan where it seems like it's gonna be this type of movie and I go shit this will be an interesting almost like a Bronx Tale kind of story yeah a morality play and then it goes nuts and it gets super into triad politics <laughs> and trying to get promoted yeah i need you to kill people to get promoted it's a work it's a workplace action movie it's mad men it's the romanoffs Uh, i don't know this is like i i don't want to go plot point by plot point because they're so all over the place Mm. um we can though there's some big scenes that i think we should talk about for sure um, I thought it was fucked up how ja- what Jackie did to Fan Big Bang. Right? Yeah, like, I like aban- I like their her. relationship a lot. I yeah, I did good. too. What do you think, Jordo? I I agree. I think that she certainly is the most sympathetic character. She she obviously she is kind to Jackie at the beginning and she sticks around with him as he like rises through the ranks. Um, but she never gets involved in anything and she just stays loyal to Jackie. I think because she still thinks of him as a good person, even when he's becoming embroiled in bad stuff or turning a blind eye as the people who, who he has given power to become worse and worse. Um, Mm -hmm. She's certainly a character who I feel bad for because I don't think she ever wanted to be in the situation that she was thrust into. Um, Mm -hmm. And she's a character who I certainly liked. Um, Her kindness at the beginning to Jackie, their conversation as we're like learning about Jackie as a character. uh, I think it's an interesting, I think she's probably the only character in in the movie that like just stays a good person throughout. Do they ever kiss in this? No. Do they show any affection? She just, like, moves with him at some point. They just end up, like, seemingly living together, I guess. But we never see any... Again, we don't see these things that are crucial to to what's happening. Wait, are they living together? I I thought that they were together. Like, together together. Like, Hmm. a, a main squeeze. 
that was my understanding also, especially because she, like, cares so much about him when he's giving himself up. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I kind of took it to be that she cared about him and she actually loved him. Um, but for some reason, we see Jackie having sex with a random woman and we see his butt, but we never see him kiss his butt. Oh, we see some jackass. <laughs> yeah, and not, uh, we're not talking about... Uh, wow, 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 wow. What's his the... name? Uh, Johnny Knoxville. Johnny Knoxville. We're not talking Skip Trace. The... You know what's kind of a bummer, though? The other guy in that scene has a better butt. Yeah, ja- Jackie has an old butt. Yeah. Jackie's 55 at this point. He's, an, he's got an old saggy butt. Yeah, what are you gonna like, do? Wait, who is the guy in that scene? Is it, is it, is it? Ken I think it's Lexington Steel. G. I think it is G. He's got a G butt. Did you hear what I said, Jordan? No, we're I didn't gonna hear pop. It. I said it. I think it's a uh, Lexington Steel. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a lot. We've lost our minds. It's not even where I am. It's not even seven thirty, and I am cuckoo for Coco. Uh, we're an hour in. Wait, what else do we have to talk about? Let's talk about. We can talk about that final scene. Oh, what did you guys think about the big? Yeah, are you talking about the big fight in yeah. the building? Yeah. It sucked. I liked <laughs> so what I liked about some sucked. of the weird stuff that happens in this movie is that like it takes the most. It doesn't, like, use typical movie logic, right? Like, for example, the two things I'm talking about is a but a group of people throwing rocks through windows. When they have so, guns? When they have guns. And no one has I, guns. Well, no, they all have swords. But still, like, as, like, there are catapults uh, shooting down, like, sieging Helm's Deep, just chucking <laughs> rocks through these windows and ending up killing a dude with them. But then, so then also, like, the practicality of a lot of the things that happen. Um, for example, when G gets stabbed. St- yeah. As he's, like, trying to roll away from the stairs and someone, like, pokes their sword in through the uh, railing and stabs them. That's, like, never yeah. something you see in movies. No, that was cool. I actually think that, I think that scene is better than I give it credit for. I think yeah. the sound design is really good. Mm. Yeah. Especially when they turn out the... When they turn out the lights mm. and everyone all kind of freak out, they're like, oh shit, we don't know where anybody is. Yeah. It's pretty effective. Yeah. Um, I think if they had better, like, um, uh, it, it could have been better with, like, better um, cinematography, maybe, in that scene, or just, like, more advanced technology. So I feel maybe. like, yeah, I don't know. I'm thinking, like, they should have just had. <laughs> uh, What's her name? In the the climax of Zero Dark Thirty, just like a scene like that. Cat, uh, Jessica Chastain. No, it was like the Zero Dark Thirty. Catherine Bigelow, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they where they have like the whole infiltration of the compound and like everything's in night vision. Oh, that would have been that would have been cool. <laughs> it would have been that would have been control. insane. But <laughs> here's my simple pitch on how to make it a better scene: fewer yeah. people. Yeah. It would have been easier to track everybody, and you could give deaths and uh, actions a bit more uh, screen time instead of just being. But I guess that's what they're going for, like a horde of hands and shit poking through. Right. Maybe well, fewer like people a, on like the on Jackie's side. So we this, could have cut a bunch of his friends. Yeah. 
This also reminded me a lot of the um, the the movie. Uh, we've seen a few movies that are like this, where similar, like a bunch of people came in and attacked through windows. Um, I'm thinking of. I can't remember the. I think it's Drunken Master Two. Yeah. Uh, where yeah, yeah, yeah. everybody is coming in through the windows. They all have right. ha- like little hatchets. That scene is a lot better than this scene. Yeah, uh, for sure. Just like he's like hitting people with chairs. It's not really effective. It looks like the thing that I you take away from the scene, I guess, is that guns are not readily available to j- Japanese gangsters in the in the 1990s because and i you think, think that's you, know, you think that's bad no 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 i think you say more gun can less gun control yeah and... yeah that's what i'm saying exactly mm, i okay. i think that we're supposed to take away from the scene that it's very difficult to get those kind of things obviously the police have them and some... i don't think we're supposed to take that away i don't think we're supposed to think about it why don't they have guns then Nobody's got because guns. it would be because it would make for a worse scene if everyone was just shooting, shooting. through. <laughs> it was just shooting all the time. They it say, makes it more cinematic with the swords. They say before the scene that w- they have to do it the Bushido way. Honorable. So that that is that is how they're gonna do it. They're gonna kill them with rocks, and then the rocks that don't work, they're gonna go through the windows to kill. Yeah. Oh, when um. When G's guts fall out, oh man, that is hardcore. This movie is so bad to him. Yeah, and he's the nicest person. Is that what it's saying? The Japanese will destroy the nice. The nicest people. <laughs> if you're good there and you go to Japan, you'll be destroyed. Be a bad boy like Steelhead. I mean, and do you think this would work if it was the United States and Mexico? Like pretty much. Pound. Wait. For- did you say United States of Mexico? No, no, no. And, and Mexico. Oh, yes. Yeah. If, you're, if this is like the U.S. warning people, you go to Tijuana. And right. Get, yeah. But Americans don't ever need to go to Mexico. No, it would be like, like, the, like Mexico would map to Japan. So America is fleeing to go to... No, no, sorry. Mexico, to... Mexico maps to China. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, but 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 like Mexico would make the movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. There's less organized crime in the Deep South. I'm gonna say that's true. Yeah, there's there's all these weird Italian mobsters hanging out in San Antonio, <laughs> Texas. Um, this movie is, I don't know. Jordan, I wish you had stood pat and, like, loved it in spite of all of this. Because you seemed really excited, and now I feel like you're going to give it a more deserving score when we write, when we uh, chant it up. I I will give it a score that I think it deserves. Um, I certainly, with all the critiques in mind, I still think I enjoyed the movie on a whole. Um, I don't think it's, I don't think it's The Foreigner. Um, but I think this movie does something that I've never seen a Jackie Chan movie really do, which is be brutal, like brutal and hardcore. They're, they're, the only movie that I think comes close to it are the police story movies. Um, mm. But other than that, pretty much all of the action is always tame. 
No, you don't really see anybody die on screen. Nobody right. gets their hands cut off. This movie, like, people are losing limbs nonstop. Yeah. This, this movie made me realize something that Jackie Chan needs. And I think that he made this movie as a way to try and reinvigorate his career. Because he was already in the late... 2000s he was starting to like dwindle a little bit mm-hmm. i think he and in america he was totally i think a parody of himself doing yeah. shit like the spy next door which i watched mm-hmm. on hbo go this past weekend is that the same year uh, i think that's 2010 but oh, wow. these both came out 2010 in america so yeah um i think that what an action movie is and what we look for in our action heroes is very different um then i was watching i think we're back along the lines of like everything has to be kind of john wick like i think Mm. where even the rock who is like a good action star his big budget action movies are kind of whatever like no one really gets excited about them but if the rock was just a cold-blooded monster (laughs) like but kind of like batista play like dave batista plays in things it would be more exciting i think mm-hmm. we we want a person that is a like john wick is perfect he's just a killing machine right he does headshots those movies are fucking brutal but not over the top brutal but those so a lot of the, the violence in those movies is so overly stylized that it doesn't even register as like these are people that he's killing yeah that's true they're just henchmen right which maybe we want that. We want yeah, maybe we just murders. want nameless, nameless henchmen to die. This Anonymous mo- murder. This movie is not filled with that. It's, no. It is, it is not stylized. It is meant to feel brutal and right. ghastly and disgusting. Yeah, that's true. Man, Jackie Chan and John Wick. I'm going to finish writing that script one day. <laughs> and it's going to be fucking incredible. Oh, God. It would be really cool to see Jack. I think the foreigner kind of did what I wanted, what I'm talking about, where he's just being this efficient agent of chaos throughout the whole movie and doing shit. And you're like, oh, wow, he's really good at this. Um, Jackie's not fun. He doesn't play to any of his strengths in this movie. No. He doesn't do any real action. He's not a good actor. His his dubbing was good, actually. He did a decent job (laughs) with the dub. Yeah, I guess. I don't really remember that well, but I guess so. This is the best done dub I think I've seen. (laughs) Honestly, because I think that they... It wasn't done cheaply. It was mic'd well, and it kind of matched up all right. I would have preferred a subtitle, but still. Mm. Nah. I I didn't really even register it as a dub. I I didn't even think about it. So I I think it was a pretty good one. Yeah, that's cool. Do we have anything, or should we uh, rate this Chan? I, I think it's I think it's worthy of a rating now. I I can't really think of anything else to say about it. I, oh, Jackie fucking dies at the end of this. Yeah, that's never been done before. Well, no, has it? He he gets shot up in the uh, who who am I? No, no. He There's died, a movie where he like abruptly gets shot. He dies end. at the end of a few movies. He dies. Is it at, Island of Fire? <laughs> he dies at the end of. Yeah, um, he does die at the end of that. Island of Fire. He dies at the end of. Um, the sequel to the dragon one what is it enter what? not enter the fist what what is that movie that we watched oh yeah um fist of fury 2 fist of fury 2 mm. but that's at... before he's jackie he's not even jackie chan at that point he has no clout at that point yeah but he certainly dies 
that's fair i'm just saying that it's an interesting thing to jackie's legacy where i think that it's like all the stories about vin diesel where vin diesel is very protective of his characters where they can't Mm -hmm. do this they can't die they can't say this to a woman they can't Mm. do whatever jackie chan seems like like the the end of what makes a jackie chan scary scene good is that he'll always survive yeah he'll come out on top that's what makes those I think those fight scenes fun is that we're almost 100% sure that at the end he'll come out on top. He overcomes the odds like John Cena. This time he doesn't. He even willingly dies. Yeah. Um, so it's... And it's at a point in his career where he's a megastar. So, I don't know. I think that's novel. That's interesting. I agree. But, but whatever. Who cares? Jordan, you were ranking it? Um. So, I will give this movie a... Uh... I think it's, I think it's certainly worse than two of the Rush Hour. Ah, I gave Rush Hour three a two point five, and I feel like this movie is worse. I'm gonna give it a two point two five. Okay. I I like, it's enjoyable. I think talking to you guys about it made me change my score a little bit. What was your knee jerk at the end? My knee jerk. When you saw the movie, were you going to be like, "This is a blank star, blank Jackie Chan to what he troubles out of"? I think. I think when I originally was saying I really enjoyed it, it was like the shock value of like G getting his hand cut off and like the coolness of that. But like, Mm -hmm. kind of the falling action of this movie kind of made me feel a little bit weird about it. So I think my knee jerk reaction at the end of the movie is a little bit somewhere in the between. Where I'm just kind of like, oh, I liked it, but, like, I didn't love it. Right, well, I'm asking specifically, like, if you were to have given it a rating once you had finished watching it, what would that rating have been? Probably, probably like, a 3 or a 3.25. Oh, okay, that's fair. Um, I'm going to give this movie, uh, (laughs) this is actually, I'm going to stick by what I wrote in my notebook. Uh, this is getting three Jackie Chan's Don't Want Any Trouble out of five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I just rate higher than you do. Um, I, I think so. I uh, think if it was out of ten instead of five, I would do a lot better with it. But, like, just giving it out of five is hard for me. <laughs> I just don't... There's a lot of interesting little things about this movie that work, but none of it comes together. Yeah. I think the performances are good except for Jackie. I think it's shot well. I think it's stylish. There are honestly some shots in this movie that are really, really, really great. And uh, I wanted to watch it again to like look at some so I could um, write it in my notebook mm-hmm. to reference. But I only rented it for two days. Mm. Can't I'm not going to buy it again on <laughs> <Yeah>. Amazon. <laughs> not worth it. Not worth yeah, it. Jackie, make your movies free for us so we I, can I'll give say it this. good ratings. They do a lot of interesting things with him walking towards the camera where you see when people enter rooms a lot of the time they enter at you opposed to away from you which Mm. i always like it's a it's a hard thing to shoot because it can look really corny it's all about like lighting and blocking they do it a lot and it gives you a sense of intimacy to the character that is not earned Mm. um it's a the director is like not bad he just doesn't do a good job i think he knows what he's doing and then the movie just falls apart either in post or yeah, because Jackie can't hold it together. So three, three for me. Uh, I'm gonna give it a two point seven five. Uh, Jackie can't don't want any troubles. I think the story, like I really like the story to this movie. 
Um, and I think there's a version of it that would be like five point. I mean, four point five stars and up. Um, but it, yeah, like you were saying, a lot of it, it doesn't add up to a good enough movie to to rate it highly for me. I think everything on its own is fine. I don't think it. I I don't think I think it looks as good as you do that, but. Uh, I think it like it, I don't think it looks as good as the foreigner does. No way, not at all. Um, but I think it's definitely competent, competent, and all of the. I don't I don't really know why. Like, is Jackie just phoning it in, or he just does he just not how to do no, not know how to do movies like this? I can't really tell, but it might be some column A, column B. I really do think a lot of it is on the director, yeah, not knowing how to get emotion out of him, right. and maybe it's just his character's underwritten so yeah maybe i honestly think there's a decent chance this movie had more to it on the page and was filmed and then they cut it down for time mm-hmm. and i think that would have given his performance a little bit more of yeah him. but it was somehow still two hours which is like crazy but i, I guess 90 that's minutes or three hours i guess that's like how these movies usually like yeah like usually these movies are close to three hours where like you have to go like goodfellas is a similar sort of like arc yeah because um, you have to go you have to get through that middle part which is like a real drag a lot of the times if you don't do it right the the scene that is great in every mob movie that's in this is not great which is the come up when they mm-hmm. start doing the like right. it, it is fun because he a doesn't commit Jack- to it yeah jackie's selling fake calling cards and then they buy a fake pachinko it happens really fast they start knocking off like jewelry and bags and it's not really fun for anybody because yeah. they they don't seem like they're having fun in a way. Mm-hmm. And that's also usually when like his relationship with fan Bing Bing would have kicked off and mm-hmm. we would have gotten them having fun, but we just don't get enough. Yeah. She, she should be in so much more of this movie and she's not, she yeah. was great. Got big crush on her. <laughs> I'm glad she left China because of tax troubles. Yeah. Gonna get some help from Chris Tucker. I'll help her out with my, I don't know, spreadsheet salary, my spreadsheets, my fantasy football spreadsheets that I do, like as if I'm on a cocaine binge in the middle of my workday. Um, okay, does anything else or can we uh, put I think this one to bed? I think we can. Put, well, we're That's not good. going to bed just yet. That was Jackie Chan and Shinduku incident. I can't. Oh. Yeah, but I can't go to bed before I jack off. <laughs> Gross. Gross, <laughs> sorry. But okay. I can't! So, Sonny, Sonny won last week. It's uh, me versus Jord. Jordan, I, honestly, Jordan. I'm so not in a, a mode to be clever and, like, put this... You have a great chance to yeah, win. Yeah, <laughs> and I've been, I've been eating fish oil and other things that make my brain brain thing work i changed my opinion i'm gonna crush you (laughs) (laughs) all right sonny okay number one i am uh before we start should we um give people a rundown of what this is if they missed no episode okay no it's late for you guys let's go too late (laughs) (laughs) um this movie it's an animated movie, executive produced by Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, Kathleen Kennedy, and Frank Marshall. 
a Jack of the Clones. Nah. Star Wars, a Jack of the. No. <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy does it? I don't know. This film spawned a franchise with 13 direct-to-video sequels and a TV series. Ooh. How many sequels? 13. American Jack. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Uh, This movie features a cast of dinosaurs. Jack to the Future. I mean... Oh, no! No! (laughs) It's dinosaurs? Oh, I know it. I I know. Wait, can I say another guess? Because I know it. Uh, Sure. Yeah, I think so. I don't have it, so... The Chand Before Time? Yeah, you got it. Oh, the Chand... I was even saying the Land Before Time in my head, and I couldn't (laughs) figure it out. So one point for Jordan. Okay. I, number... When I said Jack to the Future, I was thinking The Land Before Time. What? Wow. I just like somehow called it the wrong. Like, my that's brain. Fu- that's fine. That's okay. I I had I was gonna even ask, is it The Land Before Time? And then I just couldn't figure out what how. I was yeah. looking only at Jack. I was in Jack mode. <laughs> You're in Jack mode. <laughs> yeah. Um. Number two. During the 2003 invasion of Iraq, uncooperative prisoners were exposed to this song for extended periods of time. Um, fade to Jack. Nope. Mm, okay. I don't. I don't know it. Uh, this song shares a protagon- protagonist, maybe, as a popular Neil Gaiman series. Enter Chan Man. Yep. I was I was thinking Metallica, which is Fade yeah. to Black. Yeah. Wow. You were close. I I thought it was gonna be, um. This is how you remind me by Nickel Jack. <laughs> hey, no tor- that that torture is too illegal. Uh, right, so I'm up two to one. So bring it, Jordan. Number three, the current Western incarnation of this sport was invented in 1972 in Oregon. The Western version of the sport. Jack Cross. Nope. Okay. 1972? Um, I, I don't know. Uh, this game remained popular throughout the mid-90s among the hippie, stoner, and grunge crowds. Hacky Jack. Yeah. Oh! oh. <laughs> well, it's, I, I made it Jackie Jack. Jackie but... Jack. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, Jordan. <laughs> I'm never going to win. I'm never going to pick a movie. <laughs> Eventually, we're going to get to all of them. Yeah, we're we're running out. I want to do um new police story next week. Okay. Okay. Uh, Two thousand four. Um, we'll probably have to watch it on Amazon Prime, or on not Sporkle. It's probably there. Um, thank you for listening to Chance Blading. This has been a, uh, I don't know, it's been a good time for me doing silly bits. Yeah. <laughs> Making fun of G. Popped up on cold brew. Jordan, Sonny, you're so tired. I feel very bad that I live in California right now. I'm okay. I'm I'm hopped up on cold brew too. The sequel. Yeah. Some 
Somebody in my office keeps calling the regular coffee hot brew, and that makes me feel, <laughs> like invaded. Gross. I hate it. I think uh, that's that is kind of amazing. I kind of want to steal that. Do it. I'll take a nice hot brew. <laughs> uh, it's, I'm coming around on it now. All right. Uh, rate us. Review us. Tell us your tell your friends about us. Mm-hmm. You probably have friends that like movies. Yeah. Maybe Jackie Chan. We tell our friends about it all the time, and they're like, shut up, stop talking about it. <laughs> People have gotten to exactly. the point where I will mention something with Jackie Chan, and they just don't respond. <laughs> it couldn't be less novel to why I'm just fucking losing my mind about, oh, do you know Jackie Chan's in a movie with John Cena? It's interesting. Yeah. Jackie, whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, the uh, Foreigner coming to not sporkle pretty soon, I think. Cool. So, heads up after we did it yeah um i don't know thanks for listening and as always g look like pennywise on crack (laughs) yeah (laughs) g look like simba when he got those those reef on his head g G look like statue of liberty but in japan (laughs) that's your g birdie bye 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 Music. Music. Fan, 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 fan.